FHA mortgage. What is it? That's a confusing term, but one that we hear a lot. I'm gonna break it down for you in this video, give you everything you need to know. Welcome to the show, Fairways and Finance. My name is Jeff Smith. I've been in the mortgage business for 16 years, top quarter percent LO nationwide. And you know, this podcast, we want to talk about your finances, how to grow and accumulate wealth and all things related to the mortgage industry. But we're golf lovers here as well. So we're going to work in some golf. Don't worry for my golf lovers out there. We got you. And I hope you enjoy the show. So FHA, a lot of times people want to somehow work that into first-time homebuyer something. FHA stands for Federal Housing Administration. So the Federal Housing Administration is a division of the government. They're part of the Housing and Urban Development Office, HUD, and they have a mortgage program where they insure mortgage loans. So they have uh, this special mortgage program that has special set of criteria with the goal of increasing home ownership across the U.S. So because FHA has F and H, first-time homebuyers, the first couple letters, a lot of times people think that FHA loans are for first-time homebuyers only, and they're not. You can be a repeat buyer using an FHA mortgage. Now, the trick with FHA is you cannot have more than one FHA mortgage at a time with the exception of a few special criteria, one of which being an increase in family size. Or if you were to move outside of the market area of where the home is that you currently have an FHA mortgage. So there's a few more provisions, but those are the most common that we run across. Now, FHA, the biggest benefits to that program is a lower down payment and better interest rates. So let's talk about down payment. The minimum down payment on FHA is 3.5% of the purchase price. Uh, So on a conventional mortgage, if you've owned a home in the last three years, you have to put at least 5% down. With a conventional mortgage, if you're a first-time homebuyer, which is uh, defined as not having owned a home in the last three years, you can put as little as 3% down. So FHA for a repeat buyer is a little bit less down. Now, where FHA starts to get really good is comparing it to conventional. When you put 3.5% down, you still get the best rates. When you put 3% down on a conventional loan as a first-time home buyer, you're paying a higher interest rate. So there's a pricing premium for that unless you are a low to moderate income earner. FHA is more lenient when it comes to credit score. So FHA interest rates are already slightly lower than conventional. But where FHA really shines is that the interest rate is the same if your credit score is not perfect. So in a lot of cases, as long as your credit score is 660 or 640 or higher, you're going to qualify for the best rates with a lot of different lenders out there. So FHA, from a credit score perspective, is very forgiving. When we think of a conventional mortgage, if your credit score starts to dip below 740, you could still qualify, but the rate that you pay is going to be significantly higher. So FHA is great for someone who's had some derogatory credit history and doesn't have a perfect credit score. 
The minimum down payment on an FHA to make a 3.5% down payment is 580 or higher. If you put 10% down or more, you could potentially qualify with a credit score less than 580, although those cases are pretty limited. But to get the best rates on FHA, we want to make sure you've got a credit score in that 640 to 660 range or higher, depending on the lender. So FHA, more flexible when it comes to the interest rate based on credit score, already has really good rates for people with any credit score. And then you have what's called private mortgage insurance. So private mortgage insurance is paid on all FHA loans for the life of the loan. Private mortgage insurance is paid on conventional loans when you make a less than 20% down payment and you have to pay it until you've paid the loan down to 20% equity based on the original purchase price. Okay, so private mortgage insurance for FHA is a flat 0.55% per year on a 30-year fixed rate FHA mortgage at 3.5% down. Conventional, when you're thinking in terms of a 3% down payment, could be anywhere from 0.6 to 1.5% of the purchase price per year. So PMI on an FHA loan, especially if your credit score is less than 740, is less than it is on a conventional mortgage. So you get a lower rate, you get lower costs for PMI. So those are two huge benefits with FHA. So the FHA buyers that we typically see are those, you know, a lot of times it's, it's not bad credit. It's just not stellar credit. If you have less than stellar credit, there's a lot of situations where FHA could be a good option for you. But with that PMI, you know the caveat there is that it's a life of loan coverage. So the only way to get out of PMI on FHA is to refinance once you have 20% equity, refinance into a conventional mortgage. You cannot drop it on an FHA mortgage, okay? But we would look at the blended rate including the PMI. So like there's folks that I did FHA loans for during COVID when the rates were sub 3%. So they might have 2.75% on an FHA loan. You factor in the PMI, it's equivalent to a rate of around 3.5% with no PMI. So unless they could refinance to a conventional loan for less than 3.5%, they're better off continuing to pay the PMI uh, because that overall cost is lower than you know what the rate would be without PMI today, if that makes sense. So FHA, there are loan limits. You cannot finance an unlimited amount on an FHA loan. The base standard base loan limit for FHA for 2024 is four hundred ninety-eight thousand. $257. So you cannot finance more than $498,257 unless you live in a county that is a higher cost county where you have higher FHA loan limits. So two markets where I do a lot of business, Phoenix, Arizona, the Phoenix Maricopa County area, FHA limit $530,150. And then the Nashville metro area, FHA loan limit $943,000. So there are varying loan limits based on county. FHA has a calculation that's based on the median sales price and it's based on the um, conforming loan limit, which is also based on the median sales price per county. So we're going to see variations of loan limits per county, per state, across the country for FHA. 
So those are really the biggest benefits with an FHA mortgage. You know, it's more flexible for folks who have less than a perfect credit score. And then FHA is not like a subprime mortgage. I think a lot of times people think of FHA and they think, oh, that's only for people with bad credit. It's it's not only for people with bad credit, especially over this last year, FHA reduced the cost of their PMI um, by almost half. And so that really made FHA a competitive product with conventional. You know, really the only downside being that you've got to pay that private mortgage insurance for the life of the loan. And then one other fee that you have with FHA that you would not have on a conventional loan is also related to the private mortgage insurance. With that PMI, you have the monthly payment, but with FHA, you also have an upfront mortgage insurance premium. And that upfront mortgage insurance is part of the PMI. It's a one-time fee that's paid at close, and it is 1.75% of the loan amount. So that one fee... And that's the only fee on an FHA loan that is included in the loan balance. So that upfront mortgage insurance premium is rolled into the balance of the mortgage. All the other closing costs that you would pay when you close on an FHA loan are paid out of pocket just like they would be on any other mortgage product. So you have that upfront mortgage insurance premium, which is some additional cost. It's not an out-of-pocket expense. So if the interest rate is significantly lower on FHA than it would be for a comparable conventional loan for your situation, it still nets out as an overall savings, even though you've got this additional upfront mortgage insurance that gets rolled into the loan. So that's FHA, great product. Uh, It's one to definitely take a look at to ask your mortgage broker about. I'd love to be your mortgage broker, so shoot me a DM, give me a call. I'd be happy to help you the next time you need to finance a loan. Hey guys, thanks for listening. I I hope you enjoyed the show and got some valuable information out of it. I want to help to educate others and and help people grow their business and build wealth. And I can only do that with referrals and your help getting the word out about this podcast. So if you come across someone you think could benefit from this, please share it with them. And if there's nobody who comes to mind, a five-star review would go a long way in in helping me to, to grow this podcast and grow the brand. So appreciate your support.